Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. I have been thinking about sharing this story for over a decade, but I've been trying to sort of put my finger on what it is that's so important to me about this story. So let me start this way. About a decade ago, I was in a period of my life where I was riding my road bike, you know, a little bit competitively, uh, but I rode with some guys that were really competitive. I wasn't all that great at it, but I rode with a lot of people that were really, really good. And we did it a lot, put lots and lots of miles on our bike. And at the time, I lived in a place where the climate allowed us to do it most of the year. The bike you used was a serious tool and I needed a new one. And I had always wanted a bike built by this company based in Colorado by the name of Moots. And the reason I'd always wanted one is I had grown up around one. There weren't very many around in Utah, but there were enough. And one particularly was my, my, one of my good friend's dads had a Moots. And I just remember how cool they were. And I always wanted one there. And it's even hard to describe unless you've sort of experienced it. It's a little bit like those bumper stickers you see on Jeeps that say it's a Jeep thing you wouldn't understand. But I'm going to do my best, right? Unless you've experienced it. And I'm sure you've almost all of us have experienced it with other products. But these are handmade bikes made in Colorado, which is you know right here next to Utah, made in the mountains, out of metal, you know, titanium, and they're beautifully made bikes. And so I've always loved them. I've always admired the sort of timeless nature of these bikes. In a world where things are increasingly becoming disposable, there's something elegant and beautiful about these bikes, right? They're unpainted, so it's just the raw titanium that you see. I've always felt like they're art and they're timeless. So I've always wanted one. The problem, of course, is they are, they're, they're expensive. They're expensive. And if you don't bike much, the idea, well, even if you do bike a lot, the idea of spending $5,000 on a bike just seemed crazy to me. And I know to most people who are listening to this, that, that probably sounds totally absurd, which is why I've been hesitant to share this story for so long. But I've finally gotten over it and I wanted to talk about it because I think there's something really important here. After I bought the bike, I had some serious buyer's remorse. It was more close to moments of terror. And in fact, those, that actually continued for years, to be honest. Like every once in a while, I'd go, wow, I can't believe I did that. And it was only the last couple of years where I've started to realize, look, I've put more miles on that bike than I ever believed I would. I've made very few changes. In fact, I think I've only replaced like one or two things other than the normal maintenance, you know, tires and chains and that sort of stuff. I've, I've, very, I've made very few changes. It's cost me very little. And I almost never think about getting a new bike. It's a tool that's being used almost daily, or at least it used to be used almost daily. And it's still used a lot. And I've never even considered replacing it because I love the thing. In fact, when I'm done riding and can no longer ride my bike, I'll hang that thing over the fireplace on my man. Of course, my wife won't let me, but that, that would be my desire, right? It will take, it will become a piece of art at that point. So my proposition here is that spending more in this case, spending five, to be specific, spending $5,000 on a road bike was one of the best financial decisions I've ever made, right? And there are a number of reasons for that. I mean, number one, 
it replaced four or five other bikes, right? Like I've watched a lot of the guys I ride with ride plastic, you know, carbon fiber. And I know that's going to cause some problems. I'm, I'm ready for the emails. It, it, <laughs> a lot of the guys I ride with ride plastic bikes and maybe they feel just like I do about my bike, but I don't think so. Most of them, it seems like when the next bike new coolest next bike comes out, they replace it. And every time they do, they lose money. And I'm not saying that's dumb. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. I'm just simply saying that having one bike for 11 years that I still like and will still have, I don't know how long I'll have it. I'm not making any promises, but I can't see myself replacing it. That's actually been cheaper than buying a less expensive bike four or five or six times over the same time period, right? The other way I feel like it's been one of the best investments I've ever made is the cognitive energy, right? The mental energy that I have saved because I don't think about it right? Other than those moments of buyer's remorse that I talked about, it, and that's not really even the right word, other than those moments of like disbelief that I actually did that, that I talked about, I don't ever even think about replacing it. I don't spend any time on that. And then the last piece that I think is important, at least for this audio portion, is the enjoyment I get, right? Like, and I don't know how, this is the part I don't know exactly how to describe it. I feel like it's sort of a tangible thing where you get, have you ever had a tool Maybe it's a piece of clothing. Maybe it's a backpack. Maybe it's a car. I don't know what it is that everything just feels right. And every time you go to use it, it just feels right. You love the feel of it in your hands. You love the way it looks. You love everything about it. It just feels that that is a massively valuable, and that's a really great term for it, right? Massively valuable piece of my life. And I know this goes so counter to what we hear most often in all the sort of financial writing is be cheaper, 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 cheaper. And I'm just suggesting here, I'm trying to give myself and you permission to consider the alternative that investing in really high quality, see, I even used the word investing there, buying really high quality stuff that you love, that has a timeless nature to it, an element of craftsmanship that you'll treasure and keep around for a long, long time, feels to me like that is... That's, that's a situation in which spending more could be the best financial decision you ever make.